Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I'm a computer science major here at Purdue, and I'm joined by four other students, all from different fields. I'm joined by Maddie, Mary, Janine, and Justin, and we are here to talk about STEM education in primary schools. Hello, I'm Justin Hay, and I went to a smaller school from Albany, New York. My graduating class size was about 362 students. One of the main problems I found with my educational experience in STEM was the abundance of packets, especially in grade school. When I say packets, I'm not referring to packets that contain worksheets that are supposed to be used for homework or exam review, but packets that are used to teach concepts for the first time to a student. I remember when I learned about simple machines for the first time in fourth grade, my teacher just gave out a packet and did not attempt to even explain how simple machines worked at all unless you asked her specifically for help. I remember my classmates and I were so bored because we did not want to sit down and work on a packet for 45 minutes in a classroom with so many distractions. This also made the topic seem so uninteresting when more engaging methods of teaching could be used. Looking back at that moment, some type of demo would have engaged the whole class. I think this was because my teacher was not specifically trained to teach this area and she did not feel comfortable teaching this topic. I think this could be a potential barrier for students um, in gaining interest in STEM fields. Justin is right. Sitting and reading is no way to learn STEM as non-trivial as some of it is. Much of it is best taught visually and hands-on. For example, I was reading a journal by Elliot and colleagues published in 2017 that talks about kids learning basic programming by working on robots. The workshop was only a week long, and by the end of it, two of the kids had said that programming was very easy to learn. Getting hands-on was really important to me growing up and through college, and it could help a lot of kids at a younger age learn some of these harder, uh, these harder skills. These problems represent real issues for students when trying to implement a STEM education, especially at elementary grade levels. According to Dalton Wyatt from Pearson's blog and Dee McGinty from the Twig Education, some major issues with an elementary STEM education are the fact that our students don't have enough of a background to be able to understand this complex information. Science, math, technology, engineering requires some background education. It also requires problem solving skills and critical thinking skills that we're looking to develop. But some teachers struggle to implement that alongside with lesson plans and students falter. Um, also, a big issue within STEM education is that there's two is that STEM is inherently a very difficult topic. So students often get bored and studies show that at a certain age, typically around 12 to 13, students tend to lose interest in science or if subjects are not topical or relevant to young learners, it's harder for them to conceptualize and understand the complex science around them. These issues can only be solved through nationwide change. It is vital to increase STEM education at the primary level in order to reduce the fundamental skills gap in children before high school. If students' exposure to science begins earlier, they're more likely to remember and recall fundamental skills. Many of the problems Mary mentioned share a solution, which is that educators 
should consciously help instill a love and fascination for sciences by choosing topics that relate to students and their lives. By relating a complex math or science idea to relevant experiences of students, they are much more likely to understand and even enjoy, enjoy these subjects. An example of this would be a teacher teaching a lesson on basic ecology by having students collect water from water sources near their homes and testing for contaminants. This allows the students to have an experiential learning experience and are more likely to remember the lesson. In addition, it's important that teachers mentor their students in these fields of knowledge at all educational levels and that teachers are equipped and trained with the resources necessary to teach STEM subjects. The most obvious ways that these issues make themselves known is within our job market. So according to Fry and colleagues in a 2021 study on Pew Research, although their place in the job market is growing, underrepresented groups in the STEM workforce still consist of people of Black or Hispanic descent mostly, with Hispanic workers making up about 8% of the STEM workforce and Black workers making up about 9%. By underrepresented, we mean that the amount of these people in the workforce doesn't match the amount of them in the United States population. This could be a result of their schools typically having less opportunities to study STEM before they reach grades nine through 12. In a 2020 study done by Krikorian and colleagues, uh, STEM students were asked to assign their attitudes regarding STEM and why they chose it. Each of them had assigned these beliefs and values a number one through six, with one being the least true and six being the most true. 46% of these students said that STEM requires too much schooling. While STEM is not trivial and requires a good education, this problem could be alleviated by starting kids off earlier in STEM so that the education needed is more spread out. I found a few interesting insights while I was researching primary math education. The U.S. Department of Education released the results from the 2017 National Assessment of Educational Progress, and only 33% of 8th graders scored at a proficient level in math. In the following years, the results have remained at about the same proficiency level. So why is it that the U.S. is behind in not only math, but also other areas of education compared to other countries? It is not that the U.S. has had bad teachers, but rather that the educational system and the requirements placed on teachers make it harder for students to excel. A solution to this problem is for the educational system to recognize that not all students learn at the same pace and that certain subjects will need to be taught more in depth to get a full understanding. This technique, along with relating subjects to real-life situations, can help boost students' understanding and confidence in each STEM field. All right, that about wraps up our podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the ideas we had to share regarding some of the issues with STEM education. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.